Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Hey, Jeff Johnson here with Angela Hanscom. Angela, last time we talked about, we talked about, oh, I flipped the card over. We talked about controlled environments, and that led us to a little bit of talk about barefoot, bare feet and sensory play and, and choice. I got a story for you. Years and years ago, my wife Tasha and I were, were visiting a, a nationally accredited preschool program here in our community doing some uh, some pictures for one of my books and we had some sensory play stuff with us and one of the things we had was this it's uh was just a a a cooking oil and no mineral oil and flour mixture and, and i love this concoction because you can mix it up real thick almost dough like and you can do it really slimy and and what we had was this plastic tote kind of somewhere in the middle kind of mildly slimy and, you know, there were kids, this is three and four-year-olds, and there were kids who were elbow deep in it immediately, and there were kids who needed a long wooden-handled spoon before they would touch it, and there was one little girl who didn't want to get near it. Mm. And she's kind of, but she's covering and watching. And, you know, that's, that's an activity too, watching other kids. And, mm. and, and the lead teacher in this room kind of mentioned that she had some sensory issues they've been working with. And, and, uh, after about 10, 15 minutes of play, this lead teacher in this room, she took a handful of this stuff and just plopped it right on the floor. And then, and then kicked her shoe off and started touching it with her toes. And this little girl who was all standoffish about this stuff was watching this really intently from the other side of the room. And another three or four minutes go by and she comes over and says, um, can, can I do that? And the staff said, well, well, yeah, yeah, you put your toes in it? Yeah, sure. And so she did. And I could almost see this tingle go up her spine and her face lit up. And she spent the next 20 minutes with her toes in the stuff and then moved on to her fingers in the stuff for about 20 minutes after that until it was time for us to go. Um, thoughts? Yeah. Um well, I think so. It's like a slime, was it? Yeah, yeah. I think that um, sometimes those types of materials are a little bit more um, can be more aversive to some children. They're more. It's like a higher level sensory experience than um, than something like dirt, because dirt is you know something that we um, have in our on our earth and it's more natural. Mm -hmm. So, like shaving cream is another great example. Well, sometimes OTs will like present shaving cream, but again, it's something like way down the road you would present. So if a child has sensory issues, usually um, starting with something a little more natural would actually probably increase the amount of time that she would expose to it. But I think the other observation I thought of is that there were, that was a choice. So like the, you know, that she yeah. aged pretty quickly. That's actually amazing um, because it is a little bit a different stimuli. Um, but it was, it was clearly a choice and there was no one saying, why don't you try doing this? Because sometimes even just saying, suggesting something like, why don't you try touching this can rise anxiety level. But because the teacher was modeling play, uh -huh. um, that was, that was really um, interesting to the child. And she asked, you know, can I do that? And so she was given permission to play. So I think that's great. It was all a choice. And yeah, and I, I think it was just it was just so low key and, and just relaxed. The 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 pressure valve was kind of not not in in effect, oh. and I think that's a good thing. I would yeah. I guess thinking about it, I would describe this not not as slime, but almost as as mud like 
Oh yeah, because so, yeah, it's just flour and that oil, so it was oh, a little little oily, but little uh, oily. almost mud like, and because so, that the slime has got that. The slime is yeah, it's slimy. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, and I and so I think those choices are I think opportunities for choice abound in early learning settings, although yes. we often as adults move to more restrictive kind of mindsets when it comes to play. And I'm not not exactly sure why we do this. Well, I mean, it's about control, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I think it's, um, like, I think it was really good that the teacher didn't say anything, like that she was just modeling. Because if she had said, why don't you, you know, and tried to pull, I, I think sometimes as adults, we try too hard to, like, engage the child. And mm -hmm. we don't do that. The environment is enough. Um, in fact, other children are even more inspiring. So like if a child, you know, their peers, there's a lot of research that peer modeling is really, really effective. And so, um, you know, when seeing the um, other children engage with that kind of stimuli is really inspiring to kids. And yeah. it just time and we have to allow that time. It might be a week, it might be another child that has the same issues and might take them weeks to do that. And that and we have to be okay with that. I, I, I totally agree. And uh, speaking of that, I, I'm thinking it's about time to wrap this episode up. I'm thinking for the next one, uh, you mentioned uh, kids learning, kind of picking up things from other kids. And I would like to talk about that maybe the next one in relation to scaffolding, because I think there's, when it comes to, to scaffolding, that zone of proximal development, I think a lot of people get stuck in this mindset that the adult has to be the leader there. But uh, plenty of plenty of research and experience shows that you know other kids um, are are maybe better better models for those kind of things. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to wrap this one up here, listeners. If you have topics you want us to jump into, get them to me. You can get my contact information is for that specific job is in the show notes. We will be back soon with another episode. Thanks for tuning in. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Timber Nook Tips. Share your questions and comments at playvolutionhq.com slash podcast slash timbernook. For more Angela, visit timbernook.com. For more Jeff, visit explorationsearlylearning.com. Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.